Welcome back to Vertigo, a House of Bob Lancer campaign set in the distant Long Rim. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Rusk Tilson, call sign Vestige, the over the hill super soldier. I'm Sean, and I'm playing Petrocles, call sign Exodus, the adolescent war priest of Ares. This is Alex. I'll be playing Matt Rioska, call sign PCB, the ever loyal union loving droid. Hi, I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Val, call sign Valkyrie, a techno Viking monster hunter. And I'm Jake, your game master. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, stop by our Patreon, or tell your friends about us. Roll on. We return to find our heroes engaged in a swirling melee of combat here outside the asteroid base. Patrocles in Ares' right hand was just uh, hit by a huge shell from a bombard artillery that showed up on the edge of the crater being knocked to the ground. You guys have made a little headway. The barricade has been destroyed. The bastions and assaults have taken a bit of damage here and there. Val is red hot, teetering on the edge of a reactor uh, uh, overheat. And it is your guys' turn. Either Matt or Rusk still haven't gone yet this round. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first things first, I'm going to uh, use my hyperspec fuel injector. I'm following what Val did previously. Hit the NOS? Yep, hit the NOS. Like they said before, that could be plus one to accuracy and attacks and checks and saves, etc. What does this look like? If you guys have ever seen the movie Redline, that's exactly how I picture it. <laughs> he, he takes like this little yellow uh, capsule and like opens up a little hatch on the cockpit and like smashes it in and it, into this like green liquid that starts like boiling and bubbling and then just gets this huge speed boost. For me, it's different. It's not actually the mech that gets the boost. It's me. Uh-huh. So I actually uh, pop some stims. Nice. I'm going back to my roots and just uh, taking like a little injection into my uh, bicep. Yeah, you hit the human NOS. <laughs> yep. And then my pupils go real tiny. Yeah, you turn off the limiters on the mech that keep the G's from going too high now that you can handle it. And yeah. you're good to go. I am good to go. All right. What do you do with, now that you have this power? <laughs> I will now stabilize. <laughs> <laughs> But I did this so I would get that extra turn or whatever. Extra boost. Yeah, extra boost. So that way I can still move around and stuff. I'm going to stabilize so that I can reload my howitzer. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was a real thing. That's that's the only way I can use my howitzer again is if I reload. Stabilize just does everything, it seems like. It's really nice. Yeah, stabilize does a few things. It'll let you uh, cool off your mech too because you built up a little heat. If you had any conditions would be able to clear them as well. I think you can actually also use a stabilized to clear additions from an uh, adjacent allied mech. So there might be reason to move over to use your move first and pop over to Ares and then you can stabilize there and you might be able to help them up. I'm going to double check that though. Okay. Because yeah, if that's the case, I'll do it in a different different order. Yeah, so stabilize, you can first choose to either cool your mech or restore your hit points. And then you can do one of the following. You can reload all your loading weapons, or you can clear a condition on yourself, or clear a condition off of an ally. So if you're going to reload your weapons, you won't be able to also clear the mm. condition. Do your thing. I'm, I'm okay. So I reload the howitzer. I'm then going to use my boost, my bonus boost. So that lets me move full movement? Yep. Okay. I use my bonus boost from the fuel injector to get right up next to Ares. 
And then I'm going to take a pot shot at the commander. All right. Still invisible. Still hard to hit. I don't care. <laughs> it, it may be worth remembering. There are other things you can spend your quick actions on here. If you're not confident, you can hit this guy while he's invisible. You can lock on to him to make it easier for someone else to hit. You can try to scan him, find out if he's got any secrets he's still hiding. That kind of thing as well. Or just shoot him. Either way is fine, but just rem- reminding you guys what you can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I do lock on, will that actually be that beneficial? Like, I don't think it'll negate the 50-50 invisibility. It doesn't negate the invisibility, no. It's just okay, a, an advantage. I'm just going to use my plus one that I have for the, the shot and see what I get. Cool. Let's roll! So I rolled a 22. A crit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you uh, managed to get by his invisibility as well. So we actually finally hit this table. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Good job. <laughs> okay. I do four damage. <laughs> now, because you crit, you get to roll twice and take the best of those oh. results. So try once more. Go oh, for a five yeah. Six. Oh, nice. Six damage. That's a solid hit. Does Automat fire as well? Now, I think you did use him this round already to shoot at the barricade, but you actually shouldn't have been able to do that because the barricade was behind cover Hard from cover. where you were. Right. Um, so, yes, technically, we'll say you still have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Automat, get in there. The scout, he's just been evading your shot so far. You haven't managed to land on him. He's kind of the skinny, kind of chicken walker looking guy. And these hits deal some pretty significant damage. In fact, he gets structured. Fuck that guy. He's got like this electronic suite on the top. He takes a big hit there that knocks out some of his targeting systems. And he's going to be impaired until the end of his next turn. Does he have more than one health bar? Yeah. He does, yeah. Oh, that bastard. Brutal. All right, guys. I hit the little one. Great job. Nicely done. Okay. I will activate the Bastion. Actually, no, I'm going to activate the Hive, which is the little cylindrical vacuum cleaner guy hiding behind the Bastion. Oh, I hate this guy. (laughs) Rusk, you start getting a bunch of emergency warnings pop up on your HUD. Someone is trying to hack into your system. Uh And you see this electronic signal coming from the Hive. Guys, I'm not great with computers. (laughs) Alt F4. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, pretty poor result. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> Just press escape on all the ads. Control alt delete. Close program. Don't get too excited though. Oh. <laughs> the hive is trying to hack into you. It seems to be having a bit of trouble with it, actually. But you see the scout has again like a pretty comprehensive suite of a little antenna and satellite dishes and things like that and he fires off some information to the hive which lets him re-roll his attack brutal oh no i knew we should have gone for the scout more that's what i said to you guys in my mind i mean we have been we've just been missing (laughs) they're working together as a team this is terrible there we go that'll hit (laughs) oh no so now the hive is able to breach your system there, and you see that it's trying to take control of your uh, like propulsion systems. Mother of God. You have a choice. You can either let it move you, or you can immobilize yourself. How would I resist that in later turns? You'd be immobilized to the end of your next turn. Yeah. Okay. I will take the immobilization, because at least here I have cover. My mistake. It's actually, if you choose to immobilize, you're basically like doing an emergency shutdown of your mech. It's immobilized and impaired, which is a minus one on all your attacks. Or you can let him move you wherever you want. Okay. That's okay. I still have my plus one from my thing, so it just equals out, I think. Sure. That was his first action. He has recharged his razor swarm, so he's going to shoot out another cloud of uh, nanites here. 
Ares, protect me. He is doing the opposite of a vacuum. <laughs> this vacuum's on blower mode. <laughs> okay, Matt, you're next. You're the last one on that hasn't activated here. Excellent. Do the razor swarms last indefinitely, Jake? Yeah. Okay. Very quick question. I know that I have this uh, fuel injector thing enabled. So I get, what is it, two quick actions or a full action? Is that the economy here? Yeah, you get a movement always, and then you get either two quick actions or a full action. Is there a way for me to, like, push to get an extra quick action? or You can overheat, which heats up your system, but lets you take more actions, yes. Okay, all right. If you do have your fuel injector activated, then that lets you move as a free action once around. Okay, cool. Matt is going to pilot Big Matt due north right up into the action here. He's going to use his free boost because he has his hyperspec fuel injector enabled and then he's going to overheat so you still you still have a a full action at this point i know i know i'm going to overheat so that i can get an extra quick action okay i'll take a heat and then i'd like to deploy a second automat okay big matt has his like weird backpack open up and then uh, another automat deploys it's a tiny tiny little version of matt that like does a little front flip over top (laughs) of the first automat. And then I'm going to use my like enormous fucking gun. <laughs> Your chest gun? <laughs> my chest gun. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Enormous fucking gun, EFG. No, the Cyclone Pulse Rifle. Right. The GMS Super Heavy Rifle. Big map does a wide stance like a fucking wrestler or something and fires his enormous chest cannon at the Commander Scout. Okay. All right. Fuck this guy. I rolled an eight. A miss. Ah! Your weapon's reliable, though. It's going to keep doing damage regardless. Yeah, that weapon has the reliable five tag, in fact, so it'll still do five damage. Oh, regardless of whether it hits. Even on a miss. Fuck yeah. Dang. That's awesome. That's pretty sweet. So even though Big Matt, like, stumbles back from the recoil of this enormous gun and uh, shoots a little wide, he still manages to snag the Commander Scout and make a... Make a hole. Dang, Matt. That's like a praying spray. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, yes. Matt is going to shout, Take that for the union. <laughs> That's my turn. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to activate. I've got a few guys to activate here before the end oh, of the round. A few. Yeah. The uh, Bastion is going to, once again, levy his gravity rifle. Oh, no. This time at Vestige here, since he's gotten a little closer. Oh, Lord. That's a hit. Vestige, you start to feel your mech suddenly gets a little lighter and starts to get pulled off the ground a bit and then starts to get pulled towards the Bastion. You need to make a hull check to avoid being pulled up to him. I rolled a 16. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're totally fine. That's a bummer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a chunky boy. <laughs> okay, there was the assault number two who had started to kind of work his way around the side of the battlefield there. He had moved across behind one of the big tanks there. He pops out around the corner and is going to take a shot at Vestige. Oh, man. You're getting shot up. And actually, he's going to fire his grenade launcher, which will hit both of you. Ares, take cover. I'm already braced and prone. In fact, he pops this grenade over the tank right in the middle of you and can oh. hit Ares, Vestige, Fuck. and Matt. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. This is a lesson, you guys. This is a lesson <laughs> in spreading out, I We're think. We're learning some really hard Lancer lessons today. Yeah. <laughs> 
oh my gosh. Um, he misses Ares. He misses Vestige. He does hit Matt, though, for four explosive damage. Oh, no. Ooh, that was a close one. You okay, Big Matt? They just got my paint. <laughs> I'll be okay. That's the spirit. The last assault was engaged in a bit of a firefight with Val, who had uh, broke off to try to chase down that bombard. Mm-hmm. He's going to take just a shot at Val as she uh, moves away there. Um, actually, first... I do have a shield in between this assault and myself. Okay. Sure, thank you for reminding me. He is first going to lock on to you and then shoot. So he'll get one advantage, but then one accuracy, excuse me, but then two difficulty. Misses, but it is a reliable weapon, which does two damage. Oof. Finally, the scout. Oh, no. He is going to try to use his marker light against Ares again. Success, which is locked on. And as long as you're locked on, you're shredded. What does shredded do? You're so shredded. No armor or resistance. And then he's just going to use his regular tech action to lock on to vestige as well there. Does invisibility go away? And at the end of his turn, the invisibility field goes away. Yes. Finally. Finally. Is that all of their turns? That is everybody. Yep. I was just going to argue my case for going first because I'm at full heat right now. And if anything happens to me that causes me any heat, I'll have to overheat. But if I go first, I can really quickly get over to this bombard guy before he has a chance to do any attacks. Is that the sniperman? Yeah. And I should be yeah. able to not only stabilize, so get rid of all my heat really quick, but also get over to him and do a couple attacks on him. Yeah, it sounds like if you don't go first, Bombard's definitely going to be able to fire at one of us, and yeah. good chance that your mech's going to get fucked. So. Yeah. All right, Val, you go ahead. My counter-argument oh boy. <laughs> is that I could stand up <laughs> and... Uh, not not get shot for with like a million accuracy dice against me. So Dan was last on initiative, so it's actually his choice to who to pass it to. Matt was last. Oh, sorry, Matt was last. Yeah, I do think Shub should take the first turn. Okay, do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Matt. I can always count on your wisdom. You're welcome for the union. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta learn some new ones, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First thing I am going to do is stabilize. Just clearing my heat. There goes all my heat. Ah, cooling off. <laughs> Val has grills on the back that are just like red hot. And you just see them push out of the back and fall on the ground. And they're just like on fire, basically. Ooh. Those are the old heat vents. They're gone and they get automatically replaced with some new shiny ones. That's cool. All right, now that I've cleared all that heat, I'm going to use my free boost to head straight over to the bombard here. Going up those levels of elevation is one extra point of movement, but... Even if I'm flying? Oh, not if you're flying. Nope, sorry. With my jump jets, I can fly on up these levels here, and I'm just one square away, or one hex away, I should say, but I have an ability called Lunge, that allows me to move up to three pexes. So I'm going to do that to get right up in his face, and then I have to attack him with my knife as part of that lunge. You're taking heat to do that, right? Because stabilize was a full action? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Roll the attack. 21 total. So yeah, you hit. In fact, it's a crit. 
Yes. You can roll your damage twice and take the best. <laughs> I rolled a one as the best, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but it's plus one, so two damage. Oh, okay, there we go. And that's my uh, weapon, my flex weapon mount, which also has my pistol. So yep. I shoot him with my pistol as well. Didn't roll quite as good on that one, just 10. You still hit. Yeah. This guy's pretty big and mostly stationary when he just fires this big cannon, right? All so right. He's pretty easy to hit. Two kinetic damage. Perfect. Yeah, so two and two. Yeah, take a nice little slice, take a shot with the pistol. You start dealing some damage to this thing. Awesome. That's the end of my turn. Then I am going to activate the bombard, seeing as he just got stabbed a little bit. Something happens. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh, no. The bombard, it's, first you see a little panel open up on his chest, and you see like a big shotgun emerge out of it. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? <laughs> but something seems to go wrong with it. It's, it starts to like judder and uh, kind of rock back and forth on its feet a little bit. And then for a second, it seems to just shut down completely before it powers back on and you see the turrets start to like flail wildly around in a circle. Oh my God. <laughs> While this turret is flailing around, it shoots a big blast up into the air. It actually lands right on the wreckage of the old barricade, <laughs> pushing it deeper into the crater, like smashing it into the ground and ripping up the cube that the barricade had printed beside it. Hmm. And I guess you actually could have taken an uh, attack opportunity for that as well. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'd like to overwatch with my pistol. A 15 to hit. Yeah, you got him. And just two damage. Kind of seems to be malfunctioning here. It's pretty easy to get that shot in. You get a pretty solid hit. It looks like he's pretty close to uh, shutting down there. And it is your guys' activation. All right, Ares, get out of here. Val, do you pass the ball? Yep, Ares, you should probably get up. All right, well, I have been, for the past week, scouring my abilities to see what the heck I could do because I thought that I was totally screwed being prone and having taken the brace action but i see here that i have my mech frame has an ability called heroism where once a scene i can brace without losing any actions or movement on its following turn so i'm going to appeal to the higher powers of the game master <laughs> and hope that uh, it's okay that i retroactively activate that yeah that's fine absolutely okay so then uh i will forgo taking any movement to stand up so i'm no longer prone and I think in, at that point, I'm going to leverage everything I can to fire at the Commander Scout because this guy is driving me bonkers. I don't have any accuracy. I don't have any difficulty at the moment because I can see him straight on. He's not invisible. So it's just a straight roll. Let's see it. What are you firing with? That's a great question. I miss anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to select. What were you hoping to fire with? I was hoping to fire with my heavy machine gun. I think I'll do a tech action here. I'm going to bolster a buddy. Bolster would give a target plus two accuracy on the next skill check or save. Note that that's not a tax, but. Oh, that's not a tax? Hmm. Well, then screw that. I'm going to do an evade. Invade. Invade. Yeah. So, yeah, that's you trying to make an aggressive hacking action against somebody. I start trying to hack into the Commander Scout's radio signal and start pumping in scripture, Hellenistic <laughs> scripture, about how, like, Ares, God of War, is going to, like, rain down fire and brimstone upon him and just try to scramble his ability to communicate with his buddies. So that is 
a flat d20 because I don't have any bonuses to that. Ah, a three. It's not going to do it. Rough, man. Yeah, it sucks. Seems like the electronic defenses on the scout is a little bit advanced for you. Brutal. Anything else? I'll overcharge, take an additional heat. Keep in mind, you did overcharge once already, so now it's up to D3 heat when you overcharge. Ooh. It keeps ramping up every time. Yeah, that's okay. I'm going to move <laughs> to the side. Uh, so I move behind some heavy cover myself because I'm sick of getting shot at by everybody. That seems fair. One heat. Okay, sweet. Uh, I'm going to do a free action here and issue an order to Matt. Ooh. Uh, I'm giving him a leadership dice. Thank you. This is one of my pilot talents. So you get a D6 to spend on uh, like pretty much whatever you want, I think. Uh, once per turn, as a free action, I can issue order to an allied PC I can communicate with, describe a course of action, give them a leadership die. You can expend that to get a plus one accuracy on any action that directly follows from that order. Or you could return it to me later as a free action if you decide you don't want to use it. Cool. He gets on the horn. Matt, that scout, he's resisting my hacking. I can't shoot him. I need you to take him down. You got it, dude. You got it, dude. Thank you. <laughs> I am done. All right. I will activate the scout. Ah, oh, hell. What a dick. <laughs> the scout, not you, Jake. Please yeah, be nice. Fair. Oh, he did recharge his cloaking field, but oh. I already had a plan <laughs> for him, <laughs> which was he's starting to see the writing on the wall. So you see him react to the bombard just completely malfunctioning and getting pretty close to actually hitting him dead on. He starts to head towards the doors of the uh, base here. Oh, what a coward. As he approaches it, you see a little burst of electronic chatter and the door, the shield on the door dissipates and the uh, doors begin to open up. Ooh, that's where we need to go, right? Is uh, in after yeah, we're going to go in. So he moves. He also takes a quick action to boost. And then... That's it for him. Can we still see him? He gets pretty deep into the uh, building. From out here, none of you would have line of sight into the building there, but those two doors are open now. Hmm. Understood. So does that mean I don't get to use that extra accuracy? Like I can only use that when trying to take out the commander scout. Otherwise, I just got to sit on it. I think that's or the give idea. It back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you'll probably have to save. Or you can give it back. Or, uh, but it means I can reassign it later again if you give it back to me. Right. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That was already the plan for that move. I wasn't trying no, to... No, it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah, counter wow. you or anything. But it's your guys' action again. Matt, go for it. Okay, so this Razor Swarm, I'd have reduced accuracy trying to shoot through it. Can I move through it with any penalty? You take burn damage if you move through it, which Ooh. is a damage over time. But I can shoot through it. I just have reduced accuracy, yes? It only gives cover if they're standing in it. So you're actually okay Oh, there, okay. Yeah. So as long as I don't move through it, there's really no penalty to me. Uh, not at the moment, yeah. Not at the moment. Okay, great. Well, in that case, Matt is going to summon another Automat. It's the third of his droids. Oh so my gosh. this sort of backpack apparatus on the back of Big Matt opens up a third time, and a third tiny little Matt, Automat, does a flip out. This time it's sort of like a side flip corkscrew thing. And then it lands in front of the other two Automats. So there's three <laughs> of them sitting them in a line. Up. So there's basically a conga line of these four mats. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to use my remaining quick action to fire my primary weapon. That's his belly button cannon. Um, that's the the mortar. I'm going to fire it at the spacer bastion because it looks like 
he's you know a bit worse for wear and he looks tough so let's try to take out this tough guy i'm going to apply shock damage or i'm going to apply the shock armory ability yeah so that it deals energy damage and so it should do a bit of damage to hive as well if i hit so let's give that a go Woo! nice nice i hit them both 17 against the Bastion and 12 against the Hive. So I'm going to roll damage. Seven on the Bastion, three on the Hive. And you did shock on those, so they also take some energy damage? They also take one AP energy damage each. You want to describe how you destroy the Bastion? Yeah, I fucking do. Big Matt does what almost looks like sort of a, a boogie sort of motion, then leans back and his belly button mortar fires up in the air and lands directly on top of the Bastion and then it electrifies the Bastion and it just sort of slumps down to the ground and then it bounces off of the Bastion's head and on top of the weird little vacuum cleaner hive guy (laughs) and electrifies it as well. Sick. Yeah. Do your automats all fire? Not on my turn. Dang. But they will on someone else's turn. (laughs) That'd be me. Uh, And that's my turn. Yeah, I'm going to activate the Hive again, who just got zapped a bit by that uh, mortar. The Hive fires up his Hunter-Killer Nexus. Whoa. Oh, boy. That does not sound good. Basically, he launches out a little uh, attack drone. It fires out and it like arcs in between all the cover here and moves at really sharp angles, and it's really hard to predict its movement. And it fires off a little corroding energy ray, which does three burn damage. Okay, so that's three to my HP. Yeah, three to your HP, but okay. burn damage sticks around. At the end of every turn, you have to roll an engineering check. And on a success, you clear all your burn. On a failure, you take the damage again. Oh, every three, three every time? Well, three for now. If you take more burn, then that can get higher as well. Higher oh my and higher gosh. Until you Jeez. clear it. Brutal. And right. he is just going to move a bit. He is going to try to follow the commander out back into the base, but he can just get to the entrance. You guys Smith? All right. Rusk is pissed. (laughs) (laughs) He does not like being burned like that. Vestige's other status effects should be over, right? Immobilized and impaired until the end of their next turn. He's still immobilized and impaired until the end. Oh, until the end of his turn. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, you are impaired, immobilized, and on fire. (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) And then I have my howitzer fully loaded and ready to go. Ah, perfect. And even if I can't move, I still have 20 range with this bad boy. Whoa. So it has a splash area of, I guess, four squares, two radius. Damn. So I'm going to drop it right on the hive. The hive and the assault, for sure. I believe this weapon is inaccurate, unfortunately. It's also arcing, though, which means you ignore all the cover that's in between. Exactly. Did you do your fuel injector last turn? Uh, I did. So you're getting plus one accuracy from that. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I will fire away. I rolled a 12 and a 9 to hit. For And apparently both of those hit. Apparently it's really easy to hit the hive. It's just okay. a vacuum cleaner. It's <laughs> just a vacuum cleaner. So I rolled 11. Real solid hit on the hive. Blows off one of the uh, drone bays on its side. Fuck yeah. And all the drones pour out onto the ground. The assault, it's able to kind of hunker down and pull up a shield at the last moment. And it takes half damage from that. Hmm. But still pretty considerable. 
Which of these do the automats attack? Only the top two automats would have line of sight, but yeah, they can take shots for sure. So do I choose which mech they attack, or they just attack yeah. the first one that... Okay, cool. Well, they're both going to attack the hive, obviously. Perfect. As the uh, mortar hits, the two automats fire off a couple shots, blast the hive from the back as it's trying to run into the base, and the hive sputters, topples over, and crashes to the ground, inoperable. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Great work, Matt. Good job, Bestage. Good teamwork. I ain't done yet. And then, uh, not being able to do much from here, I will take a pot shot at, a, at the assault to my right. Okay. Just with my main weapon. And then I fire. I did really poorly. What did you roll? I rolled a minus one. So the good news is that assault rifle is reliable too. So it still does two damage, even on a miss. All right. Is it in your turn? Yes, I can't move. So let's get this burn on. So you have to roll a uh, hull check, but you're currently impaired. So you get a difficulty on that as well. Not great. I rolled a five. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is enough. Oh, no, it's a hull save. So yeah, you would have had to just get 10. So you don't, which means you take the burn damage again and it persists. Shit, guys, I'm on fire still. But you are no longer immobilized or impaired. Well, that's a step in the right direction. Huzzah, the union. Try that one out, Matt. Huzzah, the union. So the last two guys remaining on the field here, well, there's the bombard, but it's kind of acting up. (laughs) There's the two assaults, which have taken some damage, and they've just seen the majority of their forces get wrecked. So they're also both going to head for the doors. The one that you had just shot at, Rusk, he can just get to the entrance. The assault that was engaging Val before can make it all the way into the building. That's the end of the round. Do you want to continue taking actions or do you just want to chase after them into the building or how do you want to do it? I would like to not be on fire. That's fair, I suppose. Why don't you, why don't you take a turn? Val, finish off that bombard. Do it. All right. I can do it. Well, I really want to know why this bombard suddenly freaked out. And that's one of the things I think I can find out if I scan the bombard. So that's what I'm going to do. Quick question about overcharging, Jake. Can I do that mm-hmm. as the first thing on my turn so that I get the heat so that I can oh. do heat damage later. Sure. Sweet. I'm going to use the scan as an overcharge. So that gives me plus 1d3 heat. That just puts me into the danger zone. Perfect. And now I scan. So when you scan, mm-hmm. you have a couple options. One is that you can find out their statistics. Mm-hmm. Literally just give you their character sheet and you know all their stats and all their weapons and abilities. Right. In most cases, there are some exceptions. You can use it to just find out general information about them. So to be able to look them up in a database or to find out uh, some kind of secret information about them, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's more what I'm looking for. (laughs) Okay, so my question uh, with this scan is, why did this bombard suddenly freak out? Like, uh, Mm -hmm. what's wrong with it? Yeah, you're up close and you turn on some of your additional, like, deep penetrative scanners and that kind of thing. And you see on the inside maybe with the thermal camera, you see the pilot panicking, trying to press every button, and but nothing seems to be responding. And you can tell that something has taken control of the bombard remotely. And it seems to be acting of its own accord, ignoring the pilot's inputs. Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. I guess I could try to talk to the, the pilot of the bombard. I don't know. I was, I was just going to finish it off. That seems like the right thing to do here. (laughs) 
you can do that and we can make the assumption that the pilot lives. Like we, we talked about that yeah. in our session zero, that generally speaking, pilots will can survive attacks because they could hit the eject and that kind of thing. Yeah. So if you want to destroy the bombard in a non-lethal way, that's fine. Okay, yeah, I think I do that. I'm going to go for some big melee hits, but first I kind of yell out on the loudspeaker. I'm like, pilot, I'd eject now if I were you. And first melee attack. I've got a big axe and I'm hacking away at those limbs. So I got 22 on that first melee hit. You crit. Roll damage twice and take the best result. Nice. That is max. So that's eight damage on that first melee hit. Thoroughly destroyed. Basically, you carve out the cockpit. <laughs> you just cut off the, <laughs> Perfect. the legs and it topples onto its side and the cockpit. It looks like he was having trouble with the eject, but he's able to just plop out a few hexes away from the bombard as it collapses. Awesome. All right. Val kind of pops out of the cockpit for a second and gives him a little friendly <laughs> wave. <laughs> Better luck next time. And then I fly off. Val, you don't want to interrogate that guy? Nah. Valuable intel, man. Eh. We got bigger fish to fry here. I think Bell wants to chase after those guys that ran in. I'm the fastest one. As you get to the entrance to the uh, base, the door was all, had already been opened up when the scout ran in. And you can see down, it's a fairly dark, long hallway, but there's occasional lights. And you see at the very end of the hallway, the scout mech dashing down away from you guys. It reaches a, an intersection in the hallway on the far end before you see something slithering around the corner beside it. Oh. It looks like a mess of thick, tangled power cables and pipes and conduits snaking across the ground. They whip out from behind the corner of the intersection and wrap around the scout's legs. In a split second, it's pulled off its feet and dragged around the corner and out of sight, accompanied by the sound of metal scraping and rending. And it disappears. Wow. Val's eyes just light up, and she's really excited now. This is <laughs> this just went from a pretty boring mission to something that she can tell her family about when she gets home. So some crazy sci-fi shit. So see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The House of Bob. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd love it if you gave us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell your friends so more people can join and listen in and we can all have a good time. We're at The House of Bob on most social media platforms. If you'd like to support the show financially, consider checking out the Patreon. We've got monthly bonus recordings like director's commentary and one-shots. There's also RPG zines and a monthly blog post. And there's a lot of deep back catalog of those things now at this point. I'd like to thank our current patrons. That's Luke, Sylvia, Mike, Kieran, Jessica, Tom, Block at 12, Keith, Josh, Tyler, Scooter, Jessica, Mark, Elias, Tom, Christine, Pavel, Eamon, Brandon, Patrick, Connor, Ben, Mortimer, Thomas, James, Bits of Cake, Bruno, John, Annette, Eli, Cameron, D, Jacob, and Garbanzo. Artwork for this episode is by Jake at Javix. The audio production was by Alex of Astronomic Audio, and the music by Duke Albert and John Julius. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. Wow. Exploding dice. Nice. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Got another six. six again. Exploding again. Exploding Let's again. do it again. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Please stop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to make him do his thing. Boom. You don't. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> Just tell me and I will apply the damage. <laughs> apply my damage, please. <laughs> how do I deploy this guy? 
Uh, Deploy. I, I dragged one out of the field. Oh, you thank you. Move them around. Yeah. Automat, roll out. Really quick uh, game rules thing. I think you guys have been saying overheat, but you mean overcharge. Yeah. And the overheating is the thing that happens when you like reach full heat. Right. If I do it too many times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So overcharging gives me heat. Yes. Eventually it will overheat me. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. Um, awesome. It's my turn. What would I like to do? I just did it. <laughs> Get out of here, pop-ups. <laughs> no, sorry, that was my mistake because I didn't activate your turn before you went. Yeah. I just want to pull someone into a razor swarm. That's all this like, <laughs> composition is supposed to do, and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> How did you roll a negative four? <laughs> I rolled a one and got a six on the difficulty, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the difficulty subtracts. You get a negative yeah. four, but you still do damage. That's just <laughs> yeah. Not you should have shot yourself in the face. Man, what is going on with this bombard? He's having that a is fit. the worst pilot I've ever seen. Okay, it's either Matt or I. Matt, go for it. Okay, oh. I'm not allowed to go. Apparently, <laughs> you're not allowed. Error preparing target macro. That's an actual <laughs> error message I just got, Jake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, nice. Good shot. Thank you for the union. They only programmed me with the one catchphrase. Can you learn new ones, Matt? <laughs> on my next update cycle, if I'm lucky. Can't wait. I get to decide who goes. <laughs> All right. I will go. <laughs> <laughs>